What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because great leaders will produce great results. All right, welcome back to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, friends, family, wherever you're at in the world. We have a special guest with us today who I consider to be one of my dear, close friends, Thomas Blackwell. We've known each other for several years. He is our master trainer at Becoming Your Best. He just returned from South Africa, from Johannesburg and Durban, where he certified a bunch of other trainers for Becoming Your Best, many of whom will listen to this podcast. Thomas is just an example in so many ways of someone who lives the principles, who has a big impact for good on the world. And I don't want to overstate this. We're all human, but he's just an amazing person, really. He's been married for quite some time. Thomas, how many years? 20 years this month. 20 years. (laughs) He's got some beautiful children, a beautiful wife, and he's written a book called The Liberty of Our Language Revealed, for which we're going to talk about a lot on this podcast and why he wrote that, what it's all about, the power of our words, our language, our thoughts. I had the chance to spend several days with Thomas in South Africa a few months back. And we've just had a chance to really connect across the board. I mean, he has all the accolades. He's delivered more than a thousand keynotes around the world and just a vast resume of teaching tennis, of starting different businesses as an entrepreneur. But more than all of those things, it's who he is as an example to me. And I just really respect Thomas as an incredible person, as an example who's blessed my life in a lot of different ways. And so, Thomas, grateful to have you on this podcast. Thanks, Rob. It's exciting to be here and excited to see what, what's happening in the world as a, as a result of becoming your best and so many people taking those action steps. You know, the, the purpose, as Thomas and I talked prior to this, as we mentioned, is to really dive in on the book that he just recently released called The Liberty of Our Language Revealed and get into why I feel like this could be such a benefit to so many people who listen to this podcast anywhere in the world, respective, irrespective of culture age, gender, race, religion, it, you know, it doesn't really matter. What's in this book is so powerful. And so we wanted to devote an entire podcast to his book, which will be on our website. And we'll talk about how to get it at the end of the podcast and what goes along with that. But let's just jump right into this, Thomas. You know, as you think of the, about the book, what inspired you to write The Liberty of Our Language Revealed? Yeah, that's a great question, Rob. What happened early in my life, I realized that when I said I could or I can, whether it was an athletic, school, a job, a task, I could. And when I said I can't, I couldn't. <laughs> so I've applied these, these to goals early in my life and businesses. I've trained organizations on it. It's just this common theme. I always knew that if someone was going to succeed, I knew if they were going to succeed or not simply by their language, simply if they said so or not. And I could tell their belief system very fast by their language. I could tell the direction they were heading very quickly. So I knew this common theme was going to be one that I would speak about and contribute to many different successes. So I knew I wanted to get a book out there to the world at some point to help change their language so they can change their results, change their environment, you know, and, and their life. Now, Robert, I thought I was going to be, I would have it done 10 years ago. And I started because <laughs> I had all these ideas and things in my mind, but it has taken 10 years to write it. And 
it was interesting that many of the experiences that I had inside of the book, as it reads as a story, happened inside those 10 years. So it was a lesson for me and great that I listened to those promptings and things, but it's just been an amazing experience, very humbling and inspiring how it all came about. Yeah, that's a great background. So since we're talking about the book, there's so many options of things to listen to on Audible, so many books to buy and invest in. This is a big deal. And I highly recommend that anybody listening to this podcast read this book. It will transform the way you think about your words, your language, and certainly your thoughts. From your perspective, Thomas, why should someone buy this book? I mean, what impact would it have in their lives? Why should someone read this? Yeah, great. So my thoughts there is I'm a big advocate on, in investing in yourself, you know, and so that's just like you mentioned, that's the first word I would change when people think about it is change it from buying to investing. Because when you invest, you get a, a return on your investment. So yes. the reason that someone should invest in a book on the power of language is because the moment someone decides to change their language to what they actually want, it manifests itself. I found that many people are unconsciously going through life saying what they don't want, Rob, and it's coming to pass. And so I relate this example in the book, but to put it simply, the captain and the crew example, our mouth is the captain. Our words are the captain. And even our thoughts, when you think about our thoughts, Rob, all our thoughts are, are just silent words. Either way, the words are the trigger. So when the captain says it, the crew goes to work to accomplish that. You see, the brain's a goal-achieving machine. The crew's a goal-achieving machine. So whatever the captain says, if the captain says, sell towards the promised land, the crew goes to work to sell towards the promised land. If yes. the captain says, sink this ship, the crew goes to work to sink the ship. There's no filter where the captain says, okay, sink the ship, and the crew doesn't say secretly we're going to sell towards the promised land. They only know to obey. And so that's the power, and I talk about the science behind it and the proof behind of how that all works out in our manifestations of who we are. So we've, we've adopted these sayings throughout our lives and throughout our history where people just say things unconsciously, sort of numb, and what they don't realize is it's happening. It comes into play because of that. We were on a trip not that long ago in, in the Caribbean, and someone said, Oh, the weather's changing. I always get sick when the weather changes. <laughs> and, I, and I said, do you want to get sick when the weather changes? Well, no, but that's just what always happens. And so what happens is his crew goes to work to make his body sick because the weather changes. You know, we doctors love this. They, there's six seasons, Rob. There's, oh, it's flu season. It's this season. Like sickness has a season. And so people say, oh, it's time to get sick. You know, but that's just stuff that's been unconsciously going where you and I have talked about health a lot. We, we don't get sick. Like, we don't have time to get sick, you know, especially as running our businesses. We stay healthy because we want to and need to, and then we tell our crews that we're, we're healthy, and that's exactly what happens. So back to your point is when someone wants to change immediately, their results, their environment, change their language, and that's the power of it. So that's why I would ask them to invest in themselves in this way. Really, you just summarized it right there in those two statements. Change your language, change your results. What we talk about is what we bring about the tagline you often use, that's the perfect case in point. I mean, how many times do we know someone who's either said that or we've been the one who said it, you know, I always get sick this time of year. And indeed, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and the person gets sick. It's amazing, Thomas, what happens as soon as we start really looking at our words carefully, how often we use words that are setting ourselves up for a desired outcome or an undesired outcome and the power of how those words will fulfill themselves. So, 
here's a different little bit of a spin on this question. You know, we just talked about why would someone invest in the book, not buy it. Why would someone invest in the book? Well, investing in a book is only step one. Step two is to actually read it. <laughs> right. you know, we have a, right. Oftentimes, we have this big shelf of books, and all of our readers know this is a big deal. There's a very strong correlation to how much we read and our success. And you've probably heard us share this statistic in the past that 43% of college graduates will never read another book the rest of their lives. This habit of reading is a very strong predictor and correlation to success. And so it's not just investing in the book, it's reading it. So why should someone not only invest in it, which is a great example that you use there of the captain and the ship, why should someone read it? What are they going to get when they actually read it? Great point. I'm glad you said that, Rob. Is it something that we talk about, especially in, in, as becoming your best and helping people become the best around the world? Is we talk about this simple phrase of greatness in and greatness out, and changing it from garbage into garbage out to greatness in and greatness out. And so, look, Rob, if, if people want things to get better, then they have to get better. If if you want your value to increase you know, in your bank account, then your personal value has to increase. And the only way I know to do that is to put greatness in. And reading has been proven, and we can see many, many examples of people that have been successful in many facets of their lives that they're constantly putting in great things. So yeah, not just getting it, but, but reading it. And Jim Rohn, someone that we've, a great philosopher, he said it this way. He said, if you want to make a living, work at a job. If you want to make a fortune, work on yourself. Warren Buffett even said the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. And so getting these books and, and actually reading them will make you better. Now, on language, it is the fastest I've found indicator to change something immediately by just changing your language. And so I will tell you that it's been a very inspiring thing to see because I wrote it in a story form. The most common feedback I get, Rob, is I couldn't put it down. Like if you looked at the reviews and different review sites, the number one thing is I couldn't put it down because it, it keeps you intrigued. It's a story and, and it keeps you all the way to the end while the principles are teaching you. And so only if you want things to get better, read the book. Yeah, that's exactly what – I mean I read the book. I would say the exact same thing. I couldn't put it down until I finished. Even at the end, it will leave you hanging because I know there's more to come in another book. But <laughs> it was – By was a, design. By design. <laughs> It's exactly right. You can't put this one down. And so the reason I asked that question specifically is I believe that this is such a life-changing book, just like Becoming Your Best and the Transformation Challenge, that this is not a book just to simply go on Amazon and order or from our website or his website. This is a book to actually read. And so I would invite all of the people listening to this podcast to invest in the book and commit to read it within the next 30 days because this can have such a substantial impact in your life like it did with mine and with our family. We have been so conscious with our children of not only changing their language, but changing our language as a family. And it's had a big impact in our family. So this isn't just about getting the book. That's only step one. Reading it is step two. And I'd invite us to all do that within the next 30 days. To tie this back to the listeners, Thomas, and to all of us, and you and I in private conversations have had so many conversations and, and discussions around different stories and the impacts of language. For someone who's not familiar with all this, and this is brand new to them, what proof or experiences could you share that by reading your book, the person will have a transformation? Yeah, it's a good, deep question. I am, I'm actually quite amazed. You know, it's only been out a year. The stories that are getting said, these are just ones that I know about that I could share. The person that comes to mind is a gentleman 
actually out runs a very successful business in South Africa. And when he read the book, he, for years and years, he's had a very rocky, tough relationship with his father-in-law. And after he read the book on language and that, you know, one of the chapters is people tend to act how you speak to them. Another chapter is on the liberating language of forgiveness and another chapter on the language of gratitude, appreciation, thankfulness. He said, I'm going to change. I'm only going to speak love to him and I'm going to forgive him up front. And he may not even know that he's offended me, but we couldn't even sit in the same room, he would say, for a long period of time. And since he's done that, he says, it's like this little trick. It's like this little secret. All of a sudden, I said, how about we go to lunch? And he said, okay. And now we're going to lunch. And now we talk every week. And my, he says, my wife, he says, what have you done? What happened? And he said, well, it's, the, it's his book. And he wrote me a long, kind email saying, this has totally changed my relationship with my father-in-law that for years was un, you know, savable type thing. And he says, I just know that I can just speak to them with love and they act with love. And, and he got that from the principles of the book. And I, that's one example. You know, another one is a close family member of mine. And he gave me a call one day and his, in his 21 years of life has never called me in his life, Rob. And I get this call and he says, I love you. Can you talk? I miss you. Can you call me? Well, it turns out that he received a book from my brother and he said, I would, I work construction and I would race home and binge on Netflix every night. And that was my pattern. I'd binge on Netflix and then I'd go to work and I got your book. And he said, you know, I'm his uncle. He says, Uncle Thomas, I don't even like books. You know what I mean? I was forced <laughs> to read in school. I didn't like them, but I got your book. I said, you know, he's my uncle. I'm going to read the book. And I found myself racing home to read your book. And I finished it. And now I have these, I have notes all over my mirror saying what I want my day to be and commanding my crew. And I just, I've changed the words of the captain. Now his relationship is so much better with his fiance and, and everything's changed for me. And he just said, don't stop what you're doing. So it's made, it's changed my world literally. And I knew if it was just for him, it was worth it. But then I knew there was something to this, Rob. It was just so much bigger than me that people are getting this. And, and it's, it, it's just been amazing. I mean, I just, one gal just the other day, she got a book and, and this is the review she put on, on one of the sites. She said, this is a book you should pass down through your family. After purchasing, I shared with my mom. My mom, after reading, immediately ordered 25 copies for each one of her kids and her grandchildren. <laughs> so that's what she did. But this is common. I mean, a, a gentleman read it and he owns several car dealerships. He read it and he bought over 100 of them for his entire car. Uh, dealership staff and he's just because it changes environment so fast and so these are just these are things that are happening one gal she read it and she said i'm terrified of planes and i'm terrified of family reunions i don't know how those two <laughs> things got in the same sentence but 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 nonetheless she said every year her family has 10 siblings and it was just it was it caused anxiety panic and they'd have to get on a plane to do it and she read my book and she changed her language. And now she showed, spoke differently about, she showed gratitude for planes, Rob. She said, you know, I'm so grateful I can get on a plane and go from one point of the country to another and not have to drive. And what a blessing that my family is getting together every year, all 10 of us, whereas many families may, may not. And so they're driving to the airport and she's just this calm, peaceful lady. And her husband turned and said, what is going on? At this point, you are typically in a severe panic and anxiety attack. <laughs> and she says, no, I just changed my language and it changed my results and it changed my pattern. And so she, their whole family noticed it. Her dad noticed it, said, what have you done? What's going on here? 
gave her my book and the dad bought a book for all 10 children. (laughs) So these are just some things that I've heard back and it's just been very humbling and inspiring, but it it is amazing what the principles are doing for people when they apply them and read it. Well, and that's why I asked you to share some of those experiences because we've seen the same in our own house. And anyone listening to this podcast is probably familiar with our quote that we use all the time, which is good, better, best, never let it rest till the good is better and the better is best. And this is one of those areas where it's a thing of constant improvement. I mean, I'll just give you an example. I was with Thomas in South Africa and it was so funny. Let me see if I can get the exact words right here, Thomas. I'm sure you remember this. Hey, can you help me so I don't forget this? We both yeah. laughed. Like, <laughs> look at the language there. It's not that was said in a negative versus, hey, can you help me remember this? It's not so I don't forget. It's so I can remember. Just subtle little things. Or, you know, the daughter's sitting on the table. Get off so you don't fall. Why don't we get down so that you stay safe? You know, it's just these yeah. little subtle things. And as soon as we start to recognize and pay attention to our language, this is where that spirit of good, better, best comes in. And any of us can take this. And I'm confident improve our language, which will improve our results. I mean, I'll just share one quick story of how much of a believer I am in our language dictating our results. I mean, I've been really focused on this for seven or eight years, and, and Thomas's book has helped give me clarification that I haven't seen from any other book. So about two years ago, we had no intention of moving. One afternoon, I came back from a trip doing a seminar. We went out and looked at a home in the east side of the valley where we lived, just for fun, just to look at the home. We walked in and said, this isn't it. You know, there's nothing to this. It's, we're wasting our time. We came back home and I told our realtor, who I just called out of the blue, I said, we're not even looking for a home, but if you have anything that kind of fits this criteria, let me know. And to her credit, by the time I was upstairs in my office, she had sent us 17 homes <laughs> on Instant Messenger. Wow. And I looked through them and one of them caught my eye and I said, hmm. So my wife went and looked with me. My wife and I went and looked at it together on Saturday. And we said, I think this is it. We need to move. And she said, well, let's think about it. I said, okay, we have tomorrow. So let's think about it until tomorrow. And then Monday we went back and we made an offer that day on Monday, non-contingent upon the sale of other, other home. We just simply made the offer. Here's the closing date and it's going to work out. And, and our realtor was asking us, hey, don't you want to make this contingent on the sale of your other home? Some other questions. I said, no, things will always work out in our favor, Heather. It'll work out exactly how they're supposed to. You know, I, I got the skeptical eye there. I said, just watch. Things will work out in exactly how they're supposed to, and they will always work out in our favor. And sure enough, even though there were a couple bumps along the way, we closed on the date we'd planned to close on and sold our other home. It was sold within a couple of days of listing it. And by the time it was all said and done, the realtor who had helped us said, I've never seen anything like this. And the entire time you kept talking about how it's always going to work out in our favor. And she said, you know, to be honest, I couldn't believe it until I saw it happen. And she was at the next Breakthrough Leadership Conference because she said, this has so intrigued me, just the words that have been used along the way. And to Thomas's point, the reason I share that is because it came exactly as we had talked about that it would, and it did. And in the spirit of good, better, best, even though it's something we've been focused on for years after reading the book, I've realized there were so many things that I could say in a different way to even take what's good and make it better. And so I'm very thankful to Thomas for that. So maybe in our remaining time, Thomas, just a couple more questions that I have personally, and I think probably a lot of our listeners have too. I think you've done a great job describing how this book would benefit so many people. Who specifically would benefit from reading this? I certainly have my answer to this. You know, just like you said, other people have bought it for their children, for their employees. I did the same for my children. I bought a book for each one of them, as you know, and I paid each one 50 bucks if they'll read it and write a report on what they learned from it and how it applies to their life. (laughs) Because I want them to read the book. It's going to change their lives. So. 
from my perspective, this has a pretty wide swath. Anyone can read this book. What are your thoughts on this? Who specifically would really benefit from reading and applying the principles from the liberty of our language revealed? Yeah, great question. Thanks for sharing that story too, Rob. I love that. Love that. If you, I'm going to get to that question. I just, but we share so much common theme there. You know, if you call my voice message, we have this common theme in our family that everything always works out for our good. And that's what my voice message would say is everything always works out for our good. And we said every single morning as a family, after we have a tradition of saying family prayer together, we say everything always works out for our good, you know, because we love God and scriptural thing. It's a biblical thing. Romans 8, 28, but it does. It truly does. So who specifically you mentioned would benefit from this? Specifical. <laughs> specifical. That's a, great word. <laughs> that's a good word right um, there. Specifical. <laughs> yeah. Hey, specifical. I would say anyone who uses words on a daily basis. <laughs> and wants to see an, an immediate shift, immediate shift in the results and environment. That's who it's for. And it's been phenomenal to see the wide range of people from very, very successful business owners in one category to a teenager to a person younger than a teenager to a mother from a grandma. Really, if you want to change your you know results immediately, you want to shift them fast in their environment, then and you're using words on a daily basis. So that that could be everybody, but I want to give a specific answer that we all could use a shift, even a person like yourself, Rob, that, that was pretty keen on being conscious of what you're saying. This fine-tunes at whatever level that you're at. I, I think of a gentleman, he's a successful guy, he's traveled for over 25 years, business around the world, and one day he wakes up with severe depression. He's, he's dressed to get on a plane in a suit and he can't leave his room. He says, I don't know what happened, but I just, I really got hit like a Mack truck with depression. And they tried all sorts of things. I mean, for four or five months, different psychiatrists, and he just couldn't get out. He just couldn't shake it. A friend of ours had an, a thought, an impression to send him my book, not knowing what he was dealing with, but just as a Christmas gift, sent him my book. His wife gave him the book. And within two days, he came out dressed in a suit and he said, okay, I'm good to go again. Amazing, was, isn't it? I, I can't make that stuff up. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what's amazing is when a person recommands the crew and shifts those things and just the different chapters it touches on, I'm just constantly amazed by those sorts of things. So really, again, anyone who's using words on a daily basis and wants to shift in the results and environment should absolutely read The Liberty of Our Language Revealed. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, if someone is in a leadership capacity where they have a supervisory role, with someone else on their team, this is a book that everybody on the team should read. It's just that simple. It's so powerful. It can go so far in helping people change their attitude, improve their attitude, improve their demeanor, be more pleasant and fun to be around. And certainly for your children or family members, if you have grandchildren, nieces, nephews, like I said, you know, I'm proof is in the pudding. I did this exact same thing for my kids and it's had an awesome impact on our family. And I don't know if everyone listening to this just caught that, but I certainly just took a note and I'm going to do this with our children. You know, after we finish our family prayer in the morning, we're going to say the exact same thing because what a great way to start the day. We have a, <laughs> we have a little different song. Can I share this with you, Thomas? Sure. There's I no, love when you sing rock. There, yeah. Well, that's the problem right here. We don't want to alienate everyone and have them turn off the <laughs> podcast. But we sing this, what we call, it's a song that sales reps used to go out and say right before they go out and knock on the doors in the selling business that I was a part of 20 years ago. And we say this, it's a great day to be a Schallenberger, best thing I know. Great day to be a Schallenberger, everywhere I go, 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 goodbye to no one ever. Goodbye, doubt and fear. It's a great day to be a Schallenberger and be of good cheer. I feel healthy. I feel happy. I feel terrific. You know, and we used to have some fun with that. And I just realized we've gotten away from that. 
our daughters were semi-participatory. They're like, oh, here we go again. But it's funny because every time we finished, they would smile. And so I've just taken something away from this podcast. And I hope that we're all really looking at our own language. And the one thing that I can say about this book, because I've said it many times already on this podcast, is that it will help you see the way you talk and think in a whole new light. Guaranteed. No matter what position you're starting from, it will do that for you. So, Thomas, before we get ready to wrap up, can you believe it's been 26 minutes already? (laughs) Wow. Any parting thoughts, lessons learned, and then we can share with the listeners where they can get the book and anything else that would be valuable. But any parting thoughts, lessons learned? Sure. Yeah. What I've seen majorly with this is, you know, we want our people, whatever organization we're in, whether it's a family, whether it's an organization, whether I'm a leader and a capacity, we want change to happen within them. And what I've found is companies have invested in this for their whole organizations and they're giving them this book and they're reading it. And then key key measure here is to have a follow-up session and talk about it, lessons learned from the book. It's changing them, culture, people, attitudes, behavior from the inside out. And that's what they want, you know, instead of saying, change your behavior, do this better, instead of barking from the outside in, because I put it in this form, people are having internal changes and they're coming better, showing up as a family member, a husband, a father, wife, a sister, a brother, whatever it might be as as an employee, as a leader, as a manager. And so that's what's happening is the book is having an effect internally and they're becoming better. And so things are getting better for them. It's so humbling and inspiring, as I've mentioned before, that, that this all came about and just, just feel so excited to see what the future holds with so many more stories. It's, it's certainly the payoff that I receive from hearing people's stories and they apply these principles. So people want an internal change without you having to do all the work. Look, I've done the work over the last 10 years, given the book, and let those principles happen. And then key measures we talk about becoming your best is there needs to be a set time of let's debrief. Let's talk about certain chapters. Let's take these pieces and how we can apply them this week or this month into our, as an individual organization. So that would be, that's what came to mind for me. Yeah. Great thoughts. Well, you know, a couple of things, we're going to wrap this up. Number one, we need to be bold and clear on this. This is going to be a new workshop and course with becoming your best, the liberty of our language. In other words, the power of our words, transforming our words, change our language, change our results. There is now an entire workshop that we're adding to the Becoming Your Best Options, along with the planning and execution, the 12 principles, the time management. There is an entire workshop that is devoted to this, to the power of our language and the impact that it can have on our team. Half-day, full-day format, but this is going to be another one of the Becoming Your Best seminars. Thomas will teach that many times. He'll be the one that leads that discussion often when he's available and not doing other seminars. But this is something that can actually be done within the team in complement to getting the book. So as we get ready to wrap this up, Thomas, again, thanks for being on here today. What's the best way for the listeners to order multiple copies of the book for themselves and their spheres of influence? Yeah, I'm excited about this, Rob, because as people just go to our website, becomingyourbest.com, they can just click on the store, go to the Becoming Your Best library, and they can get as many as they want. And I look, I tell people at least get five because there's you, but then you have at least a five-person sphere of influence. And as it's larger, you know, get them by the boxes because that's, that's what's going to happen. I have realtors that <laughs> hand these things out as gifts and it's just they're creating a whole environment. So go to becomingyourbest.com, click on store, and it's right there in the Becoming Your Best library. And as you mentioned, we're also doing workshops around this to help organizations and individuals become their best by changing their language and changing their results. So 
yeah, I'm excited to to hear more stories and, and results from people. It will be. And, you know, I'm excited for the people that do this workshop in their organizations with their teams because it's mind-blowing. It really is. By the end of the day, people just walk out of there transformed and so introspective, just like that, I think, nephew that you described who as a construction worker, he came back, binge-watched Netflix. I mean, that was his life until he saw this thing differently. And and so I'm excited about this. This is going to be a great addition to Becoming Your Best. And Thomas, again, thank you for being on here. You're just an amazing person. And I think people get a sense for that already just after the short 30 minutes that we've had on this podcast. And this is really the beginning of a journey. We're going to do more podcasts with Thomas on some of these and, and other things that are coming around this way. But I think the invitation from here is, you know, go invest in the book for yourself, for your team, for your family. And let's hear some of your comments. We'd love to hear your feedback on some of your stories, just like Thomas mentioned, because, man, this stuff is a game changer. I've seen it firsthand in my life and in the lives of my children and certainly our team. So, Thomas, thanks so much for being on the podcast, buddy. Great having you here. And to all of our listeners, wherever you're at in the world, remember that one person can make a difference. And that, that's you. That's the person. You're the one who creates that ripple effect. So we wish you a great day and a fabulous week. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.